0: I think I could have even rocked more water in that. Hmm. Well, these are all my, this one I gave away. These ones, these two are my personal ones. Um, that's why I'm ripping them. The ones we sold are not on the table here today. (coughs) Damn. That's, um, it's funny how they'll even do a little spin at an angle minor, but definitely spins less if you're level yeah I could use more water that's sick though I like that What's up everybody and welcome to episode, I think is it 112 or 113, I don't even know. It's been crazy. We've been so busy this summer with this studio remodel and build that I'm losing track of things. Uh, This morning I packed up a 14 gram joint uh, because I didn't have any other papers and my wife and her mom wanted to smoke weed before she left and headed back to New York because my mother-in-law was here visiting. only had a 14 gram joint. Here it was, the packaging for a joint. And you know, so most of it's been smoked, most of it's been smoked by me. Her mom took two hits, Cassie took three, and I've been smoking this for almost an hour now. My wife's concerned about how red the back of my neck is. I'm not, because I know it's because I did all the weeds. More with blood pressure, who knows? Today's episode, we are going to look at the three different style hammers, though. We're gonna smoke them, sesh them, talk about them. And um yeah, that's pretty much what we're going to focus on is the hammers, and I'll try not to talk too much about my studio build, because I know that's all I've been talking about for the last four or five episodes, but it's been my life, I've been just so immersed in it. that's what we've been doing. But, we'll talk about new things, and not just that. Uh First, let's take some dabs, I really cannot smoke, I've been smoking that for an hour, and it just, at this point, is so much resin in the bottom of it, it tastes like fucking kerosene, it tastes like, it doesn't even taste like weed anymore, it's like fucking oil, it tastes like, almost like. Of citronella candle burning out there Trying to fucking keep the mosquitoes away from you That's like how much oil and like Weed flavor has been concentrated Into the base of that fucking joint Just sitting there smoking though You know when I see something smoking though I feel obligated Keep smoking it God it's gross though It's fucking gross It's really fucking gross But at least my my fucking hash will taste really good though I know that Alright Let's get a nail out and let's start getting into these hammers right away. Let's sesh, you guys. Get your your joints packed or rolled or pack your bowl or heat up your nail because we're going to smoke some hash for the next hour and talk about glass as much as I can and hopefully you're not get too distracted with life stuff too. Hopefully everyone had an awesome Halloween. We had a blast. We took the kiddo uh, to this thing called Boo at the Zoo, which is basically like trick-or-treating at the zoo. You walk around and there's little tables set up and see the animals and get candy at the same time. Then the night after that was actually Halloween and we fucking had our daughter giving out candy at the door at our house for the first time ever. I've lived in this house for almost nine years. I have never done had trick or treaters come up. I always just leave the lights off cause I'm not trying to do none of that. But my daughter was super into it. I've, I've never seen her get so excited after she had her first trick or treater and she gave him candy. She was freaking out. I was like, damn, this is cool as hell. It's so cool watching someone be really happy and excited about something. It's the best. Um, even when you see a stranger being like that, I think that's, what's one cool thing about social media is when you do see positive things or people getting like being really happy or having a life changing thing happen. We like that. And if you don't like that, you're probably not human. You Probably got something going wrong with you. Um, cause I like to see people doing well and people feeling good and watching my kiddo giving out candy and feeling like that was actually pretty fucking awesome. Um, but I dressed up as a bumblebee this year. Uh, Cause my daughter was also a bumblebee So we were bumblebees together The wife was a flower It was uh, really appropriate And her grandma was a bumblebee So we had three, three bumblebees and a flower We were looking good Lots of compliments on the outfits Made us feel pretty fucking awesome We were like damn we're cool as hell right now Look at us and People just laughed at me But I thought I looked cool I had a little stinger and stuff And little wings That was pretty cool looking man It's like damn I could be a bee I could have so easily have become like a mascot or something. Like the fact that I'm actually paying my bills and have like a house is, is absurd. Like being a high school dropout that was in special needs classes from like first grade to like fourth grade. <clears throat> Dude, I shouldn't I shouldn't be I shouldn't be responsible for nothing, but I am. Um it's a true fucking miracle. It's crazy. Like I really should. I, I would have I would have had a higher probability of being like a mascot for like a local football team or something than I would be someone who owns a house um not turning putting that down though if you are a local mascot for a football team i'm just saying with my you know track record and uh how much schooling i have i'm on paper i'm not qualified for much um just about that'd be about it be the guy flipping the sign outside the e-cigarette place or a local you know mascot but luckily i found weed and i was able to make pipes that spun some water so things worked out Things worked out. The first dab we're gonna to take today is on this little ten millimeter turf hammer. This is a non-recycling one. This is actually the most affordable Bear Mountain piece yet. Uh, this one's two fifty, and it comes with mood map, bubble cap, sticker pack, everything our normal pieces come with. Um, and I'm in the process of working on three different pieces that are in that one fifty to three hundred dollar range. This one's two fifty, um, but water pieces though. Like I'm trying to make pieces that. I want i want new people that have never been able to get my glass and maybe can't afford the you know five six seven hundred dollars sometimes like this ah good call good call um you know sometimes we sell pieces that are up in like the four or five k range and there's like a very small group of people that can afford that high-end art but there's so many people who follow me and that like love the work and i want them to be able to smoke my glass so we're we're doing some adjustments here and i'm finally getting some of those more affordable pieces put together We got more bubblers coming up. They'll be dropping too. I'm not putting the bubblers on the back burner. We're doing everything. We're actually getting all lined up. So when we get into this new studio, you guys are about to see a whole new level of production for Bear Mountain and Crushing, I hope. Won't be right away. It will take us probably six months to get the team and everyone dialed in to where I want them so we can do what we want to do. But we're laying the tracks. It's happening. Foundation stones are being laid. And we're about to get this done. Sorry, my dogs might bark for a second. We got family members that are in town visiting and they're getting ready to leave. So the dogs might bark at them because they're gonna be going in and out of the house. I do apologize about that if it makes any of your dogs bark. Bane and Luna, not right now. It's probably gonna be Cassie and her mom out in the driveway crying and saying goodbye for a bit while I sit in here and try to calm the dogs down. Now right, we're gonna take a dab of some sour animal from Green Dot here. We're gonna go nice and low temp. I've been going in at 450 on this piece. Because it's so direct and small that, this is probably going to be lower than 450, but it's so direct and small that you can get like such a nice hit at a low 10. Oh, was super low, but. <laughs> I'm going to take another one <laughs> right away because that was really low, but man, the flavor. And I'm running the higher water level in this right now. The first couple videos I posted, the water level was quite a bit lower, but I've been liking the higher water level on it. (coughs) Sorry, I'm coughing in the mic. Fuck. All right, what's cool about these two is that um, the perk is so low in the can that even if you tilt this thing really far forward, It functions even if it like, like I just want to go vertical because I don't want my cap to jump out of here. But I can just take my nail real quick. But like hypothetically, it functions even when it's like super angled because the perk is so low and fused to the bottom. Also, it does stand with like the cap and like the nail and all that stuff. Like you can like heat it up; it stand. You could hit it off a table if you wanted. I took a couple dab videos doing that. Like you know, smoking it off the table like that. But they're they're a really nice uh, functional simple piece a very traditional style piece obviously not the first person to make a hammer like this with a stem in it um, this just happens to have like the more the bare mountain feel the way the perk hits and um, just the way the mouthpiece feels and everything like if you smoked my glass before when you smoked this you'd be like oh I can tell that Evan made that but it's like just like a more like simple refined design of something traditional that we've seen um, other people do over the years um, but. The, the best way I can figure out to like offer people even more affordable stuff is to like remake traditional designs in my format. Um, who is calling me potential spam? Love that. It's about only people that call me a spam these days. Um, I'm not really complaining though. I don't really have much to say if people call me, you'd think because they do this podcast can talk nonstop that I have a lot to talk to with people and like family and stuff, but I don't, I'm always so tired. I'm, like, the last person that, like, calls and tells people about stuff. Like, even when Cassie's mom was here visiting, she, like, never knew. There's, like, so many things that have happened, like, with, like, emergency surgeries and, like, life-changing stuff that I don't really talk about on social media. But um, her mom, like, our family doesn't even know about stuff we go through because we're not complainers. We try not to bring it up because it's just, like, we're so tired that we don't even want to explain to someone what we're going through. <laughs> it's just craziness. But life's good. Life's good. It's just uh, it's constantly testing, which is, if you're being tested, I don't know, I like to think that there must be something big on the horizon, you know, something better for you if you're capable of working through it without quitting. Um, let's take another dab on this 10 mil. That wasn't enough for me. Well, we're going to take a bunch of dabs because I want to dab on the this 10 mil and this 14 mil. So we're going to go through all of them, but I want to take one more on this and um, just show this little guy a little more. We'll milk it up a little more because that wasn't wasn't quite it. But man, with flavor was wonderful after sucking on that big ass fucking joint for the last hour. My God, my mouth tastes like a campfire, but now it's a, now it's like a campfire with sour animal gas. And what did you even say? The terpenes on this animal crackers and fuel pretty, pretty accurate. Actually, this is a sour diesel animal cookies back cross. So you're getting a lot of that diesel base in there, but you got a nice little cookie cracker flavor. It's just perfect. Pretty much perfect hash in my opinion for what my palate is and what I like. Um, but then again we all have preferences yeah man we have some pretty cool collabs coming up and stuff too that i'm excited to share um we have some turp we have two different turp hammer collabs coming up with two different artists but so one with each artist that i think are going to be like um you know it's funny as an artist you think some things are going to do great on social media and blow up and then they don't and then the thing that you didn't think would blow up does it's weird but i think these turp hammers are going to be pretty uh Pretty eye-catching, and I'm excited to <coughs> excited to show them off. We're getting back into collaborative work again because it's time. Now this studio is going to be done, and I can get tightened up with my um, personal life and everything. We should be really able to start getting back to our normal lives that we had a year ago where we were collabing, doing drops, doing Sunday sales. That's the thing, too. We're going to be getting back to our shop drops again probably next year at some point with certain products. Like we're probably gonna have stuff available in store drops again and stuff here by next year. And, um, man, there's a handful of shops that have been so sweet and patient with us. And then there's other ones that have been sassy and very rude and done some pretty horrible things. And I think they're going to be really bummed when we go back to wholesale again and we don't offer them glass cause they ain't getting shit. Um, but there's a handful of people that will be, um, and we'll definitely be working towards that goal again of like, you know, me going to stores for drops and doing stuff like that. And like more interactive it's been literally since like halfway into the pandy, I basically like shut down shop, stop traveling like that. And I was just doing drops on my website. Um, but the world's, I I'm really crossing my fingers that the world's going to, we can all have some fun again. I'm trying to stay positive. So we're trying to work ourselves towards that point of like being able to do our store drops again, go fly to the stores, spend time with customers, whole nine yards. So, and my daughter's getting a little bit older now, so she could travel with me easily and her mom could hang out and, you know, it's different when you got a fucking like four or five month old kiddo, you know what I mean? As opposed to having like a four or five year old, it's totally different. So life is changing and I'm trying to just look at the positive things. So yeah, we're excited to start just being out there in the community more again. I don't know if you'll see us at trade shows anytime soon, but um, possibly, we'll come hang out at one of them in the next year or so, but probably won't be like taking orders there unless you know we have some new product that we really want to get in stores, which we might never say never, right? Warm this back up, take a proper dab off it. Yeah, this little thing's been ripping the face off the guys here at the shop. This thing is just so direct, it like really feels like you're smoking an old school, just like pipe, it, like the way the shape is so traditional um and classic just has you know a little bit of that bare mountain flair on the shape like these shapes on the mouthpieces or like on this mouthpiece specifically like this shape right here i've done on my glass for fucking ever like you can, i can find like pieces from 2013 and 14 that have this shape not quite as clean as this but the shape um and then these two big guys have it too and we'll look at those in one second I just got to take one more dab on this Always takes a second. Damn, dude, I'm so excited for like, honestly, for family to not be here. Though we've had family at our house for the last like three months nonstop because my mom and dad have been helping here. Like, like my dad and I have been building at the new studio. My mom's been watching the kiddo. We fly them in from Florida, so that's a whole thing. And and Cassie's mom was just here. And man, I'm ready to just like get my life back together. I feel like it's just been it's been so much work and so much madness uh, this whole year that. Um, I'm ready to just, I really want to just chill a little bit. Um, and not that like, I feel lazy, but I just feel like a bit worn out. And I, you, anyone that's been watching this for the past couple of years will know that that's not normal me. I'm not usually like, oh, I'm like, I'm worn out. I'll be like, I'm tired. But like, I have an attitude of like, I'm not, I'm going nonstop. I'm going to stay up all night again. I don't give a fuck. Now I'm like, man, there's gotta be a way I could not stay up all night tonight. Um, I'm like trying to find solutions to get out of that up all night thing. And it's really interesting to me because, like, um, four years ago, I would never think like that. And I would see people, other glass blowers and be like, oh, they, they don't want to grind all night, this and that. But now I realized they were like 36, 37, 38 when I was like 26, 27. You know, so there's a difference in age. So I'm just being there 26, 27 year old, be like, I grind all night. Why won't these people grind all night like me? But they're like, dude, they're they're in their thirties. Like they've grown up a little bit and they've realized that like this shit's brutal. It's easier when you're younger for sure. Not saying I'm old. Um, but I think it's just been this past, like year since the whole code enforcement thing that I've just, I think I've just been so uptight, so stressed that I, I can't calm down. Um, and when I can't calm down and you're just grinding all the time, it kind of, that's, I think I'm burning the candle at both ends. Like I've said recently and then everything's getting better and everything is great. Um, but I, I physically feel fucked up. <laughs> could be all the hash. Could be all the weed. I don't know. But it's, it's, uh, it's definitely, like, catching up with me um, a bit. And, like, I had people years ago, I remember, like, after I was grinding nonstop, like, for, like, two or three years, I remember I had people reaching out like, you're going to burn yourself out, dude, chill. And now it's been almost, like, ten years of this. And I'm definitely agree with them. It's possible to burn yourself out. I'm not burnt out yet, but like I could feel if like a few more horrible things happen that required me to invent an eighth day of the week and work another 24 hours, um, I feel that that would be the point where I would just be like, "Man, you can get so tired that like you don't even have like emotion or care." Like someone like it's crazy, and that's not where you want to be because that's not good for the people around you. But I I've, I've been hitting that point lately where I'm so tired that it's just like nothing phases me. It's kind of like a superpower, but at the same time, it's just like it feels crazy to be so tired that, like, you don't even have the emotion to uh, engage or react to something. You're just kind of like, yeah, okay, cool, whatever. <laughs> like, not not trying to be, like, negative or not caring about stuff, but you're, you're literally just so tired you don't give a fuck, Um, which is a nice coping mechanism if you're really overwhelmed sometimes. But it's not a healthy way to cope with things, you know, just be so tired that you can't absorb it. But hey, different strokes for different folks, right? Worked for me for a bit. Now I'm trying to be a healthy human. I'm trying to think about my sleep and my time with my family and how I react to things. You know? is it, The funnest thing you can work on is yourself. It's like the coolest thing you can work on. Like, is working on yourself. Whether that be physical, mental, how you interact with people, whatever it is. Working on ourselves is the greatest project. As long as you look at it like that, you can become your best self, but... Most people just look at it as like, oh man, I gotta work out. Oh man, I gotta work hard. They feel bad for themselves. It's like, oh, you're only cheating yourself there. (laughs) That one worked. That one, uh, that one. that one. That's all I can say. That's it. That's it. Wow. See, that's where this is fun, where you just can sit there and you just take puff. Like I could have sat there and probably got a six or seven big puffs, but I only got two or three and I was done. Depends what time of the night it is. <coughs> this early in the day. <coughs> I'm weak. By about six o'clock at night, I've become a professional dabber. Then it resets the next day again i think it's because by that time i've had so much coffee i've had food in my belly i'm feeling ra- i'm like raging ready to go so like i'm r- ripping the dabs when it's morning time like this and i haven't eaten or anything i've only had coffee everything you feel everything way more whoa just a dice these are going to be the daily um i can't wait for the first group of people to get theirs and hear their feedback and stuff um Definitely going to be the new dailies, but yeah, we're going to have new stuff coming out and I'm not working towards making more expensive stuff. I'm actually working, trying to make things that are something that we can have more available and something that's like, you know, has a traditional feel to it, but it's bear mountain, um, ask, you know, trying to figure it out. I, I, it's like, sometimes I'm an artist and other times I feel like I'm trying to like, create a product for people it's like cause not every piece of art is created for practical at like use or for to be in every person's hands. So it's like, I'm, I'm on this like fine line sometimes of like, I want to like be crazy and abstract with this artist. But then other times I also want to like have products for people that are like true, like awesome daily tools, that perfect functional, that, that piece they just have forever. They never really think about selling just cause it, it works good. And they, it, it's trust. It's little, trusty piece you know i mean i don't know it's it's what's walking that line of trying to like figure out where my focus should be but i like to focus on both those things um but it's a balance i find that with the way i do things it may be a longer road to achieving my end goal or success but i think that um inherently i'm trying to do that because i want this part of my life to last as long as possible i don't want to rush through um this as much as like people watch me grind they might think like oh you're well you're just working all the time rushing it like your days are flying by but i'm like at the same time like i know steps i could take to get to one goal faster but there's two things i'm trying to do at the same time and if you're trying to re- do two goals simultaneously but they both benefit each other um it may take a little longer down that road and that's just like a sacrifice you have to be willing to trust yourself and know that hey i got this i just gotta not quit like it's gonna take me a little longer than everyone else probably because I'm trying to do two things at once. Um, not saying that like we're not like growing or whatever, but like, I think we're do- I think we're doing a really good job um, for what this is. Very niche industry. Um, I make pipes for a living, water pipes specifically. Most people I meet day to day don't even know this is a job. They never actually even think where the pipes come from that people sell in shops and stores. They're just like, oh, they're just there. Um, they don't realize there's like folks like me like in their garage or running space at a warehouse or whatever you know just making products for stores or for drops on websites it's a very niche small industry but it's the only place i want to be man this is like where i want to work all right let's take a hit i haven't smoked this one yet i haven't smoked the 10 mil smaller version yet it's still a big pipe it's not like i mean it's not small small but it's oh my god this thing's bigger but, like, the 14 is substantially bigger. Like, it's, it's beefy. It's bigger in every way. Um, except for the can. The can's actually more narrow on the 14. On the 10, I did a chunkier can. Um, because the reason these things are the way they are, because they have to sit at an angle like this, I have it set. So, like, even if a little water goes, it goes in that bubble. And then when you tilt it back, you can just throw that water right back in there. Um, but the reason that these things are so big is because they have to be long enough here so when it touches the table that if it was too steep of an angle all the water would pour out it has to be a certain angle so that when it's full of water balanced on a table that it's not pouring out like yeah i could have just made it like this and then just have like a stand or like yeah you got to hold it or whatever but i wanted it to be something that was just like a standalone piece like an rbr but super super unique and i like the like triangular shape it makes when it's on a table um And I think it's a cool balance of like function, traditional form and modern like forms too. Like this is unique. I haven't, I haven't hit this one yet though. The 14 or the 10 mil in this recycling style has a 12 hole gridded shower head. Oh wait, is it more because the bottom's open? Oh, I was wrong, bro. What is this then? You know, okay, so I got six cuts, right? Yep, six cuts, three times six, 18. So this is an 18 hole. I don't even offer an 18 hole anything. This is like the first. So 18 hole to eight hole disc. Um, Like I said, this is chunkier can than the 14. I did that so it holds a little more water because it was going to be a little shorter. Um, But she shreds. I haven't taken a dab through it yet, so it won't be a ton of bubble trail. But Little shredder. So we'll take a dab on this one next and then we'll get into the 14. But I'm excited to smoke this one. I haven't smoked it yet. 10 mils a little smaller. There's also like some things I want to do to this design over the next year. I think that like over the next year there's gonna be like little refinements I make here and there, but it's just gonna be um or something really cool and really collectible, and something that you know people will start recognizing as a Bear Mountain product. Uh, we did a drop of these on Patreon like a couple days ago. We dropped three fourteens, 14s, three 10s, and then, like, four of the uh, small ones, and they all sold out. Everyone scooped them. We we're super grateful the Patreon crew came out so heavy and scooped all that glass. Um, I'm going to get all these shipped out, and then I'm going to start offering these in our clear line. You're going to start seeing, um, you know, obviously our big, like, our king bubs and then the smaller version of the king bub, which is just a double diffuse bub. Then you'll see the three different style hammers. And then, like I said, I have, like, one to two more pieces that be coming out in a really affordable range, like the smaller hammer. Uh, So a lot, a lot of different stuff in the works and trying to be really like conscious of designing products for like everyday people that can actually enjoy it and smoke. I want people to actually smoke my glass. I want them to actually use it and like actually enjoy it. I don't like, it's one thing to be like a status symbol and that's cool. uh, But I actually want to be like a really functional tool. Like when I go to the store and buy a fucking framing hammer, I buy a specific framing hammer that my father had been buying for 40 years before I started buying them. So like, And we buy it because we know it's gonna work right. It's not the most expensive and it's not the cheapest, but it's it's the one that we know it's trustworthy, it's gonna work, it's consistent, the company gives a fuck. Um, so I look at that's the same way I approach things, is like it's one thing to be like a good product that's hyped up and like a status thing. Like if you have this style piece, you get into the party. That's great. If that happens, cool. But that's not the goal. The goal here is to create a product. That's like daily tools for like humans that actually functions and is true to what it is. It's not just the name or what someone told you was good. It's good because you tried it and went, whoa, that's, I like that. Um, So hopefully that makes sense. Fuck, dude. I've been taking cordyceps mushrooms like a lot lately um, because the mushroom or because the uh, coffee hasn't been super good with me. It's been kind of like I do like one to two a day and I've cut way back on coffee because it started giving me a lot of headaches and stuff. So I've cut way back on caffeine. And I'm trying like alternative supplements for energy, which I used to take cordyceps mushrooms a ton a couple years ago. Then I kind of stopped. It's weird with supplements. I swear sometimes you get all into them, you do them for a few months, and then you just cut off and then you're like, why do I feel like shit again? you don't realize that you're just not sticking to your regimens of things that keep you feeling good. Um, but yeah, trying this alternative energy thing and it's helping a lot. Um, I feel like it's helping a lot with just like how my brain feels, if that makes sense. Like, Coffee, it just felt like my brain was mashed potatoes and it was just throbbing all the time. And like now it's feeling like it's starting to get its shit together. It feels a little bit more defined. It's just not like a mushy lump. It actually has some shape to it again, um, which is pretty cool. um I swear it's the fucking mushrooms, dude. Like now I'm not talking about psilocybin, but psilocybin, microdosing those are great for you too. But specifically, it's just like cordyceps and different uh combinations of mushrooms that people have. Like we, we use that host defense company, which is. Paul Stamets' company. He's like the mushroom guy. He's been on Rogan, um, I think, it once, maybe, and definitely once. I don't know if twice, maybe twice. Yeah, but um, that dude has a really interesting, interesting story. And like we, that's how like we really got into taking like the mushroom supplements because I was like, I don't want to like. I'd rather like find like natural alternatives that do similar things um, because all chemicals do come from natural things. It's just we synthesize them, concentrate them, and then make them marketable. Um, but everything does come from nature one way or another, just how much refinement and, uh, you know, concentration have you made of that thing or made a synthetic version of it. But yeah, the mushrooms have been great. They're always good. <coughs> Fungi is like fucking some of the oldest stuff on the planet, too. I feel like there's like some secrets in the mushrooms. But you only hear that from someone who's done some mushrooms because it's unexplainable. And now we're talking about psilocybin. Uh, but yeah, it's really, it's hard to, it's hard to describe, but it's interesting that a lot of people see a lot of the same things when they do psychedelics, you know, like there's, there's certain archetypes in psychedelic trips that, you know, like for example, DMT, like a lot of people will talk about the elves or the mechanical elves or like this specific type of entity that humans describe in a certain way. But I wonder if humans 3,000 years ago, if they all took DMT, maybe culturally they would describe the machine elves as something different. They would say, oh, it's like it's like this type of animal. These It's like animal people we're seeing. It's like half, you know, like it's like the Egyptians, how they, they would see like those half, the demigods like half animal, half god or man or whatever. I don't know, man. I've smoked some hash today and we're just getting started. So try to follow along. Good luck. Um, we're going to take a dab next of a mix of two things. I want to finish this last dab of Love Crunch from Dab Logic. and I think we're going to mix it with some other rosin because it's not a big enough dab in there. I know it, but I got to clean this jar out. Um, but yeah, I'm going to mix these two dabs because there's not quite enough of that Love Crunch to get a full dab. So what am I going to mix it with? Honestly, probably with that Sour Animal because the Love Crunch has a nice, um, almost like, cookie doughy kind of flavor to it so that to complement well with the sour animal damn sorry i'm yawning i just talk about how awake i am from these mushrooms and we're here yawning the body does what it does all right i push this shit hard like i can't imagine what i'd look like if i slept ate well and worked out again three days a week i would look too healthy then i'd probably have to really approach some of my actual mental problems and solve them but as long as i stay tired. And overworked, I don't have to think about any of my problems. I can just ignore every bit of them. Um, but yeah, that's why I, I love working too. You know, you gotta stay busy. Idle hands. You don't wanna sit there and be thinking about stuff you have no control over. That's the worst thing you can do. Yeah, think about shit you have no control over. That's like, there's nothing to do about it. You just gotta just sit there and endure it then. I'd rather not. I'd rather just smoke cash and be sleepy um, and make art spend time with the family, and stay super distracted from, you know, but I think eventually, like, all people that, like, have shit they're trying to figure out and work through, you eventually have to do it. But I think you can find the appropriate time, and probably the most appropriate time is as soon as possible. But for me, it's more just, like, like the stuff I stress over is, like, trying to figure out life and, like, your own mortality and normal human shit. Like, the things that most people deal with. Um, and I'm such a little baby, I like to ignore that even, so we'll just fucking smoke hash and stay up all night, have fun. I'm also, like, really funny, too, like, when I, uh, when I go to bed early and wake up the next day, I wake up so bummed out, because I feel like I, like, lost time, I feel like I missed out on something, I love staying awake so much, too, because I feel like I'm, like, living more, and that might, might sound crazy, but it's, like, I would, uh, I would compare it to this. I don't know if any of you folks are only child and you don't even have to be, but do you remember when you were younger, all your friends would be over at your house and then you wake up Sunday morning and like everyone has to go home or whatever, or there's everyone has to go home later that night or whatever the situation when everyone leaves and the party's over and how you feel after like, fuck all my friends gotta go and you get super bummed out. That's how I feel like when I don't stay up late, cause I feel like I missed a chance to, to do better. I missed a chance to learn something. I missed a chance to have an experience um, I'm not sure what that is. Uh, but that's, that's one of my things too, that like I stay up, there's a million reasons I grind so hard and stay up late. It's not just one thing. It's so many different things. It's, it has to be, if it was one thing, I would have stopped staying up late five years ago, but because it's a million different things, um, every day, there's a different battle every day. There's a different thing to conquer. So it's like, you know, it's living, baby, working on yourself. There's nothing better. It's fun. All right, let's tempt this. And then we will smoke some hash through it. I haven't taken a dab through this one yet. I think the water level should be good. Sweet roll was there. Damn, I'm sorry, I'm on it, guys. Fuck, shit's crazy. I cannot believe we only have like like one, maybe two more Sunday sales left this year, and then a couple Patreon drops. I'm actually I'm I'm actually pretty burnt out. That just stressed me out. I'm like, I don't even think I got that in me. Like, and then you think about it, you're like, wait. And then the next year starts immediately. And then i have to be like then there's a drop in january it's like it just goes 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 um and i'm not complaining about working hard but it's uh i think like having any sort of responsibility and something you have to do um can become taxing and overwhelming it does it's not doesn't mean it's bad or you don't want to do it it can just be like whoa okay i gotta just i just gotta keep going um which is kind of a good feeling too just to to keep going oh there's no more sour animal in there what about cake do we got candy cake Whoa, that's like a whole gram. What? Did I just open a whole gram? I didn't know I had a gram of candy cake. I thought I've been avoiding this jar of candy cake for like three days because I thought there was only like a dab left in it. And then you open it and it's a full gram. What do you know? Let's get off there. That's pretty cool. See? Fun things happening all the time. Good shit. Uh, let's check this one more time. This should be ready to go though. 411. What is this bullshit? I missed it. Sorry. Sorry about that. Oh, this is a big dab, too. I shouldn't even take this big of a dab. What can you do? (sighs) Well, now we get to listen to this torch and me breathe. Is this nice? I'm not going to heat it up too long because I want this dab. I want to get it over with. I want to try this new rig. It's never been smoked. But I've made this design just in a bigger format. This is just a little smaller. And I can make a way smaller version. I figured out a couple things I could change to the design to get these way smaller. But right now, the ones I'm going to be dropping for a little bit here are going to be like these two different sizes of the recycling ones. And then the smaller non-recycling one. But you might see smaller recycling ones are even more affordable here in the future. They'll probably be similar in price to a... 14 millimeter double diffused and clear if it's a recycling one, because these recycling ones are way more of a build, like creating all this section here, how like the overflow is and stuff. It's making that look nice and laying it all out and getting all the measurements on point is, um, is challenging, you know, it takes work. So it's definitely that adds to the price. That's why these are so affordable because those aren't super hard for me to make. So then, and then the low material cost, which means that you guys have a more affordable piece of scoop. Prices are literally based on man hours and material. Those are the two things that rely on. How many man hours does it take to produce that? How much material? What's it cost to do everything? And then find your profit somewhere in there. That's business shit, though. That doesn't really matter. But I like to talk about that because glass is expensive. And maybe if you're not super familiar with glass, you're going, why the fuck does that cost $300? Why does that cost $500? Like, So I like to talk about it a little bit. Oh, I got a bubble in my chest and it's from drinking coffee. You ever get a little fucking like bubble, like a burp stuck or whatever? Let's see if this hash gets it out. Well, probably could use a type of more water. I can't even tell though. I couldn't see it from where my face was. Oh my God. <coughs> I wasn't ready for that. <coughs> <coughs> gonna go to the zoo with uh my daughter and her like friend and her friend's parents so we're taking a couple four and a half year olds to the zoo which is basically the adults are gonna hang out and babysit together i always wonder if any of these parents are wherever i ever catch my podcast and just see me just You know, shred it and cough it and turn it all red. Like, if they'll be like, can I come over? Or if they'll be like, we can't go to the zoo anymore. You know? I worry about this. I worry about (coughs) my silly fun times making water pipes and smoking hash with the homies and having a good time may reflect on relationships in the future with my daughter and families. But you never know. Maybe those are the folks we don't want to hang out with anyways. I don't want to tell my kid who she, I don't really want to make her be like, you can't hang out with them. Like, I'd rather, you know, just go with the flow, but fuck, dude. Some of these podcasts I've done and some of the videos I post on Instagram, if you have no context and don't know me that well, you could definitely make some assumptions. Not that they'd be accurate. I'm pretty outside the box when it comes to someone who smokes hash all day. I get a lot done, have big goals, and take care of a lot of people but it's hard to convey that in a 15 second video where you're coughing your brains out and taking a dad through 3 nails at once or whatever. You know, it's hard to be like I'm doing responsible over here. I'm doing things. What can you do, right? is what it is. <coughs> the future's exciting. But I always wonder about that shit. I think I could have even rocked more water in that. Hmm. Well, these are all my this one I gave away. These ones, these two are my personal ones. Um, that's why I'm ripping them. The ones we sold are not on the table here today. <coughs> like, damn, that's um. It's funny how they'll even do a little spin at an angle. Minor, but definitely spins best if you're level. Yeah, I could use more water. That's sick though. I like that. I like definitely like a little more water in pieces. It's more my vibe. I know some people like really low water level. It's all preferences, right? That's why this piece is great because you can run super low water level or high. Um, the first couple days we ran low water level. I liked it. The guys say they prefer the little bit higher water level in that new non recycling 10 mil hammer right here in the front. Um, next we're going to be talking about the 14 mil, which this one has a, it should be, this one is a, whoa, watch out for me. I'm coming in hot. Um, So this one has eight, right? Yeah, eight times, this is a 24. Am I right though? One, two, three, yeah. So that's a 24 hole grid to an eight hole disc. And it's a little bit skinnier than the 10 mil version. That's because it's taller, do a little skinnier so it's a little bit less room in there so the water stacks easier. Um, Because if it was the fatter 44, it'd take a lot more work to make it stack. this one's a little bit more refined actually the ones with the full colored perks are 44 so they're fatter but they have a way bigger disc in them chunkier perk and that chunkier perk takes up that extra surface area in the center of the can so because this is a clear perk it's more narrow the disc smaller we'll do a smaller can so it's a little less work there because the engine is just a little bit smaller it's the same amount of cuts and everything but the actual like mass of it it's not as thick the clear is a little thinner 14's shred, though. They look absurd when you smoke them, too. Anytime I post a video with one of these big hammers, it just fucking gets so many, like, so much engagement on social media. It's funny. Um, But they definitely catch your eye. It's, like, because it looks like something people are familiar with. They're, like, big pipe. Like, that's a pipe. Like, when they, like, when normal people see an RBR, they don't think they immediately think pipe. I think, like... You know, like, they they have to look at for a second. Oh, okay. And that's, like, with a lot of glass nowadays. But even someone from, like, that smoked in the 90s or 80s or new people that did, when they see something that's that shape, that looks like one of those old-school, like, chameleon glass, like, big hammers that people had. Jerome Baker still makes them. They're sick as hell. Um, But very, like, almost a traditional, like, if you ignore this recycler section here, like, it has the silhouette of, like, a somewhat traditional kind of, like, hammer but it has like this modern function with this recycler and then the overflow drain right here if some of the water pulls up into here can go back down um but then that overflow kind of follows with the whole like shape of this piece too it goes with it It goes with the shape of the drain um but yeah really stoked on these and these are some of my favorite pieces to smoke right now just because the way they feel too in your hand when you're smoking them it feels right and it just feels like, I don't know, it feels powerful. It's like, whoa, dude, I'm fucking smoking this pipe right now. This is a real fucking pipe. Like, it just demands respect. You just want to walk around and smoke it in your neighborhood and have people question, be like, why am I not doing that? Or they call the cops on you. Either way, you're going to look cool as hell while it's happening. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, it's 14 mil shred, and we're going to take a dab on that one next. Got to get the nail out of this alcohol here. Man... I want to be in our new studio guys I will talk about it for one quick second I'll make it quick though I won't make it the rest of the podcast I promise okay real quick where we're at right now with the studio update real fast while well, we clean the nail and get this all put together um everything is done except for hooking up the um, gas lines and I've been trying to design this system for because I want to do it right the first time so we don't have to go back in and redo stuff so hopefully in the next couple of weeks I can start doing all the hard lines. I've been trying to find someone to help me, ain't gonna happen um, because it's such a different thing. It's not like uh, something. It, if you have like a, a, I don't know, I don't want to get into the logistics of it, but it's it's complicated and it's to the point where like it's hard to find a specialist that does that type of install, um, if that makes sense. So I have to do it myself. But I think I figured it all out. Did a bunch of research because I've been doing fucking research at night while I'll be blowing glass and then. I like put the piece in the kiln, turn over to my other bench. because My workbench is an L behind me. Then I have my like notebooks and like my iPad on. And I'm like looking up, watching videos, writing down stuff I need. Then jump back on the torch, keep grinding, go jump over, do that. Just smoking joints the whole time, drinking like water, a lot of water now. Trying to be really hydrated as fuck because that's actually helping me stay awake better too. Um, and that's been my life over the last week or so trying to figure out this whole system that I want to do because it's uh. It's a lot, and I just want to do it right. So I think that we've pretty much got it all figured out. I'm going over to Avant-Garde Glasses Studio today to look at their hard-line system just to double-check a couple of things I need to see on connection points for stuff. And then, yeah, then I'm going to get the rest of my copper. Um, We got most of the regulators already. We just got to order a couple other manifolds and regulators, and then I'm going to fucking put this system together. It'll probably take me a week to build this because it's all got to be copper lines soldered together, pressure tested and then they have, there has to be like regulators and shutoffs and all these different that goes to eight different stations and every station has to have a certain amount of control over their gas and it's the whole thing so figuring all that out um having a great time doing it but after that's done we're pretty much ready to just move our equipment in there torches lathes and saws kilns anything that's not over there Like I said, I'm keeping all this stuff here, except for a couple of tools you guys can't see, but everything behind me, I'm keeping, I'm keeping my torches here. We have all new torches for the new studio, new kilns, new lathes. Um, and so we're pretty much just waiting on that stuff to be delivered, which is all supposed to be delivered in November. Like sometime in November, everything else is coming, torches, lathes, everything, So basically I'm in a good spot right now. Once I get these lines hooked up, then we'll be have a beautiful studio sitting there with running ventilation, all the gas lines, full like kitchen and break room and every like eight stations. And there's only three or four people that work with me. (laughs) Like, well, I'm one of the four, if you'd say four, there's three people that work with me and anywhere from like 10 hours a week to 30 hours a week. And so they're not here, like, all the time. So, like, this is a space built for a totally different team. This is, like, like we're going to use it, me and my team, but, like, there's room for us to grow in there and have other people join and build something bigger. So we're excited, though. It's kind of crazy, these benches I built. Like, the eight of these benches, like, all these lathes and all these hand tools. Like, I have all stuff coming from Taglia doing, like, a lot of the hand tools. Um, we have some other hand tools coming from, like, um, Griffin and a couple other people that make specific things that we use. But, you know, we have the highest end tool companies making stuff for the studio and it's just going to, I don't think the guys are ready for how nice this is going to be. I really hope it just makes everyone really proud to work there and, um, excited to come to work and excited to just keep crushing and growing with us, you know, um, cause I didn't build it just for me, built it for us, put so much into it. It's been a lot. Okay, let's warm up this now. Enough of the studio. It's going well though. It's going well. Back to the glass. Um, yeah, the first like one of these like actual recycling turp hammers I did was um, the giant purple one that was like an E H J. Had like the exploded honey jar section in it, and like it was insane. It was all crushed opal and stuff. It was absurd. It was the big. It was one of the biggest crushed opal pieces I've ever made. It was so much crushed opal, so it was all royal jelly crushed opal, which is even more absurd. Like just all the material. I love, I love going all out on pieces like that. Like use like one of the most rare, expensive colors. Cover it with something that's super expensive and hard to put on there. Like in a format that looks super clean over that color. Like just make every part of it hard, and like then make it also an E H J and a recycler. I was like, all right, I'm gonna make the craziest hammer because I made one hammer. And everyone loved it. It wasn't a recycling hammer. It was just like a full-color hammer bub, and it was made for Stoner Dads. It was made for Matt McCusker and the boys over at Stoner Dads, Tim Butterly, Sidney Gant. Love those dudes. You guys have to check out their podcast, Stoner Dads. It's very, very funny. Um, if you like like East Coast comedy, Philly comedy, and you like those accents, and the, just everything about it, just great. But, yeah, um, the first one I made was for those guys because – I, they don't really dab. They're mostly flower smokers. And I didn't want to make them an R- just like some an RBR. I was like, I want to make something they'll actually like and think's cool. And so I made this ceremonial like terp hammer. And it was not a recycler. It was just the first one. People were stoked on it. So then I was like, wait, I should make like the craziest hammer I could think of. So it ended up being like over 23 or 24 inches long. It was like, it was huge. It was bigger than this, bigger than this clear one. <laughs> it was full Hershople Royal Jelly within calmo sections of um serendipity with lotus white lip wraps on everything. So just like just fancy and really complimentary colors. And it had like, you know, the recycler section, the EHJ section. It was just such a absurd piece. And the video I posted of that thing did so well. It was just a very cool looking piece. Um it was futuristic, but it was also like traditional too. It was that's what I like to do. I like to combine like, cause I still think some of the first stuff, like traditional, like the stuff from the beginning, some of this, that is the best stuff, but I like to take, you know, traditional feels like that and then modernize it in my own way with like what I think is current. And, um, glass gives me the opportunity to think like that and do that. It's very cool that like, I wish sometimes that I would have had this type of mind and mindset when I was doing contracting or construction. Cause I probably could have like been really good at that, but it was really depressing working like in the area I was in. And then like dealing with like, you know, trying to like compete with other contractors on bids and stuff. Like I wasn't good with all that shit. Like I'm too easy going and nice to like, be like competing with people in that type of way. And so I lost, I didn't have a lot of passion for construction or the landscaping or any of the stuff I did. But this like glass is giving me such an opportunity to like, let my mind think in a different way and kind of like, explore possibilities and be creative where i can take traditional things and manipulate um, some newer modern function and feel to it and make my own version of something um that's why i always encourage people like when people would remake rbrs and make it exactly the same i'm like that's totally cool i was like but you could take my design and just modify some things and maybe even make it better and totally your own thing like there's then that's what I feel like is the coolest thing about glass is that we can all build off each other yet be super original at the same time is, um, there's just so many people making cool shit that there's, it's almost impossible not to be able to make cool shit nowadays out of glass. There's so much inspiration out there. So many cool glass blowers crushing and making innovative function. And yeah, there's always a few guys that come to mind when I think about that though. It's like someone that I don't think gets enough recognition. Um, is richie gage and i'm and like i hope i hope i'm saying his instagram name right because it'd be real dick if i wasn't but the intent is there i think he is super innovative when it comes to function um siren apparatus is like i think he's blowing up right now honestly but like he's one of the best out there his shit's like you know some of the absolute best glass you can get and it's the function just the cl- the cleanliness the amount of skill and technique and everything it's it's really cool to see people at his skill level in our community making art it's it's awesome because he has the type of skill he could go make scientific glass and make probably crazy money doing that too like, he doesn't have to make pipes he could go make like like labware and shit you know what i mean um and have like benefits and shit from a company <laughs> like health insurance and stuff like so there's I see people that are that skilled and I'm like damn it's really cool that you're making art in this cuz you're like have so much skill you could do anything. Um, I want that too. I want to learn a lot. I've actually like with this new studio, I hope it brings opportunities for me to learn even more and like have classes there like I'll bring artists in to teach us stuff and then I can like let local people come join the class with us. And then also too, I think we'll probably offer classes there as well for like beginner glass blowing or beginner lathe work or like color work or we'll have like um workshops on learning how to do a blowout and sleeve it and everything we'll have stuff like that we do and we'll do like live on our patreon and stuff because the patreon is going to become they're gonna our patreon is going to have definitely a more like educational section too to it where it's like you can join it for the giveaways and the extra drops and live hangouts also we have this wing of the patreon that's like if you're interested in getting into glass blowing we can have like lists of here's the here's your brief first tools you're going to need here's the types of torches here's all the links here's some of the videos we've done Here's our next in-person classes at Bear Mountain Studios, so um, a lot, a lot's gonna. There's a lot of room for growth and new things to be happening in the future for us, and we're we're definitely really excited to. Um, first of all, to have the amount of support we do, so we can pursue these ideas and dreams, um, but also too that this shit's even happening. This is crazy. This is nuts that this is my job. Like it's so crazy. I literally was smoking hash and doing a podcast at the the new studio like a month ago. And there was a guy there installing security and he's been like hitting me up nonstop. He's like, this, this is like a badass like war veteran, like Marine guy. And he's like, I don't want to do this job. He's like, I just want to do whatever you're doing, dude. He's like smoking weed and making glass. That seems like amazing. And um, there's actually people down here that run a program. I don't know if they do it anymore, but I believe that um, elevate used to have a program where they taught like uh, military veterans, like how to blow glass is like a coping mechanism for PTSD. Um, because when you're blowing glass, you have to immerse yourself so into it and focus so much that it's hard to do anything, but what you're working on. Cause you're working with fire and sharp glass. You, you gotta pay attention. So it's, it's dangerous. So it forces you to be really focused. Um, <clears throat> which is a good way for people who are like feeling consumed by thought to turn off the thought for a minute so they can catch their breath and get their head above water for a minute. and be Like I'm okay. Um, so glass bowling is great for that kind of stuff too. But yeah, it's crazy the people that have seen this already that are just like, I want to work here. Cause the studio is like really nice that we're building and I promise like hopefully I don't want to show anyone the real like full video of it until it's done done because we're so close and I just want it to be done with everything in it. Cause then people will really see like, you guys are physically going to see the support you've put into my art and my work. You're going to see it physically in this building because the investment is, is massive. And you're going to see, like, oh, like, when I buy Bear Mountain art and I support Evan and their family and their company, like, they're, like, building the company. They're building the building. They're adding things. They're expanding. They're they're taking what they're making and putting it right back in. Like, that's what it is because we believe that much in this shit. It's silly. But we love it. And it's what we want to do. And my, before my voice completely fries and turns off because I smoked almost a 14-gram joint this morning. And then, did I even take a dab on this yet? Fuck, dude, sorry, guys. Let's get this in dude, we almost missed it. We're, I'm definitely not going to be able to talk after this, but I, I'm here for this. We're going to get this last dab in right now. Sorry, I, I even asked you. I looked at it, I was like, did I take a dab on this, dude? Am I avoiding it? My subconscious is like, nah, bro, stay away. <coughs> <coughs> yeah. But I hope you guys have an awesome day. I'm not leaving yet, but I'm going to say that now just in case after this dab, if I'm incapacitated. I um, just want to make sure I say bye now. Um But make sure you check out our website, bmsglass.com. Sign up for that newsletter. That way you guys can stay up to date on everything. Guys, we have almost 10,000 subscribers to our newsletter. It's 10,000 different emails that are getting an email. Every time we do a Sunday sale, I'll be like, we're having a drop today. And I'm so grateful to people that keep signing up because Instagram is weird. Sometimes it's hot. Sometimes it's not. It's crazy. There is absolutely no consistency of that shit. I posted a dumb video the other day, blew up. I posted another video that I worked hard on, spent like an hour fucking with it, and then it didn't do anything, so I just deleted it. I was like, fuck this video. It's not doing shit. It's not getting any traction. Maybe another day. It's so confusing for people who are trying to run a business on social media and, like, what to do, and they want you to do the subscription thing. Motherfucker, I have never done anything on Instagram since I started my account. I've never done any of the, any of the things they offer with, like, Tie this to your Facebook. Make it this type of account, this and that. I never made it a business account, but they they have my thing set as a business account, and I can't change it. I've tried. They won't let me change it. Um, I'm not sure why. It just says that I'm not eligible to uh, be a personal account. I'm like, why? I don't like do auctions or anything. I'm not like. They know though. They're like, obviously, bro. Obviously, this is a, you. You make glass and sell it. Yeah, dude. That's pretty much what code enforcement said to me too. By the end of it, I shot down everything they said, proved them wrong and everything. And they're like, well, the facts are if you're making stuff here and you're selling it and making money, that's illegal. You can't do that. If you're making it and not making money, that's fine then. So they're like, you can blow glass at your house as long as you're not making money from it. And I was like, okay, so as long as my art doesn't sell, as long as I suck and it doesn't sell, I can do this here. And they're like, yeah, I'm like sick sick rule guys that's helping everybody in the community that's so sick but it's all for the best really i think by the end of next year i'll be sending uh christmas cards to the code enforcement agents that intimidated me um in my home because i'll be like we good now bro we're doing so good look at all this stuff you guys still just doing that just fucking with people we're doing great that's how i hope to feel and not do it in an arrogant or egotistical way where I look bad, but you know, be prideful and be like, "You tried to fuck me, and then it didn't happen. I just went harder." Self belief is an incredible thing. You can have too much of it and it can be dangerous. You can have not enough of it and your life might not be dangerous enough and fun enough. And if you can just enough. And if you're just dumb enough like me, that you don't, you know, you just go for it. I feel like it's a lot of like self belief and delusion that's gotten me here. Oh, that looks good. <coughs> 14 might be the smoothest. That was fucking awesome, dude. Whoa. The flavor. Wait, hit. Damn, the 14 though. I think it's the water level on the 14s. I like more water. I really do. Alright, this has been fun. Kind of been all over the place. But I think we talked a lot about glass today. With little bits of other things in between. But yeah, episode 112. Sign up for that newsletter. Uh, give us a follow on all of our social medias. And um, please uh, keep supporting. We got a lot more coming out. Uh, as far as glass content and our Patreon, everything we're just trying to do it all while the world's on fire it's crazy have a great day everybody appreciate you we did it we did it